0: Welcome to the real estate exam podcast. We have a new series of audio lessons out covering the state of Ohio for the real estate salesperson exam for the state of Ohio. The total length of this new series of audio lessons is nine hours and 20 minutes long, and I'm going to be sharing with you a portion of each of those lessons, probably about a quarter to one-third of each of those lessons I'm going to be sharing with you for you to decide if it makes sense for you to buy the full series of audio lessons. The full series of audio lessons are available at the website reexampodcast.com. So after listening to these samples of the lessons, if it makes sense for you, go to the website and purchase the full bundle of audio lessons. So right now we have audio lessons for... California, Florida, Georgia, Ohio, Texas, Virginia, and Washington, and we are now working on Arizona. So if you are in one of those states and you're looking for a series of audio lessons, we do have sample lessons available at the website that you can listen to, or you can listen to this podcast and go back in this podcast and listen to the sample lessons for those states. Eventually, we hope to get all 50 states, but that's going to take a while. I need to caution you when you buy audio lessons that you should not rely entirely on audio lessons to prepare you for the real estate exam. Most states require that you actually have classroom attendance in order to take the real estate exam or a certain requirement of education before you can even sit for the exam. These audio lessons are simply intended as a supplement for your learning to let you learn while you're driving, exercising, wandering around and not being forced to sit at a desk or in a chair and read material or stare at a computer screen. That's the intention of these audio lessons. If they make sense for you, buy the full bundle of lessons. Again, the website is reexampodcast.com.
1: Welcome to this lesson entitled Real Estate Mathematics Part 2. In this lesson, we will be talking about a few more things that have to do with real estate math. We're going to go over different formulas, especially some more um, applications. And just like the first part of real estate math, it's not going to I'm not going to wait until the end to ask you questions. I'm going to be asking you questions throughout, so you can quiz yourself about different kinds of real estate math, so that you make sure that you understand each concept before moving on to the next concept. And many of these concepts are pretty similar. They use some of the same um, ideas, They're using basic arithmetic along with simple algebra, is a lot of what real estate math entails. But you need to make sure that you're on the up and up because not only will this be essential to the test, but it will also be essential for your actual job once you are a real estate professional. So make sure that you understand this very well. So let's go ahead and get started. I will first review what we'll be talking about and then it will uh, launch into the first topic and we'll go ahead and have you have some examples as well. So the first thing we're going to talk about is finding the area of a trapezoid. It's another sort of less common shape but something you might need to know as well. We'll be talking about finding out the cost per unit. So, example: How much if you're buying a large pot of land for a certain price? How much are you being charged per acre of land? That sort of thing. Next, we have calculating prop commissions, calculating commissions, calculating property taxes, calculating interest, and calculating the transfer tax rate. That's another important thing that you'll often run up against. Ohio does have transfer taxes. Calculating interest, when we're talking about interest on an annual basis, we also have then the different kinds of depreciation. Straight line depreciation, we're also going to talk about what's called sum of years digits depreciation. And then finally, we'll talk about calculating proration. Proration is something that is used in a variety of real estate contexts Uh, We'll we'll just give you one example because it's pretty much the same idea, it's just applied a little bit differently depending on the specific situation. So let's go ahead and get started. So in our last lesson we talked a little bit about the area of a rectangle, which is just base times height. We talked about the area of a triangle, which is base times height divided by 2. And now we're going to talk about a trapezoid. Now, what is a trapezoid exactly? A trapezoid is a figure that has four sides, but there are two different base heights. It's not equal like a rectangle or a square is, where the opposite sides are equal to each other. In this case, two of the opposite sides are not equal to each other. And so you have to calculate this a little differently than you do
0: on other ones. This podcast is brought to you by the SIEpodcast.com. The SIEpodcast.com website provides you with audio lessons for you to prepare for the securities industry's essentials examination. If you are selling real estate, there may come a time when you need to get licensed to sell securities. The first step in becoming licensed to sell securities is to pass the... The first step in becoming licensed is to pass the Securities Industry's Essentials Exam. That is the base exam before you can take the other securities exams. And the next exam you would take after passing the Securities Industry's Essentials Exam, or just the SIE exam, would be probably the Series 7 exam. But before you can even sit for the Series 7 exam, you need to pass the SIE exam. So if sometime in your career you need to prepare and pass the securities industry's examinations, the licensing examinations, check out our podcast. We'll give you some sample lessons there to see if that works for you. And that website is SIEpodcast.com. The total length, by the way, of those SIE exam lessons is 36 hours and 53 minutes. It's a substantial examination, much more difficult than the real estate examinations. And if you just want to learn about securities, so you understand securities, it's a very, very, very good audio course for you to study. All right. Back to our lesson.
1: So for example, you have to take base one, which is one of the sides, and add that to base two, which is the other side that's not the same. Then you divide that by two, that whole number, And then you take that number after you've divided it and multiply that by the height. So let's let's do an example. Let's say the first base is 12 feet, the second base is 10 feet, and the height is 10 feet. So plug that into the formula. Base 1 plus base 2 divided by 2 and multiplied by the height. What is that in total? So you take 12 plus 10 is equal to 22. Divide that by 2 is equal to 11. So And then you multiply that by the height, which is 10. So 11 times 10 is equal to 110. So the trapezoid is 110 square feet. Let's do another one. Let's say you have one where the base is 40 miles, the second base is 20 miles, and the height is 15 miles. So 40 miles, base 1. 20 miles base 2 and 15 miles for the height. What is then the area of the trapezoid? So in this case you take 40 plus 20, the two the two bases, you add those together that gives you 60 then you you divide that by 2 which gives you 30 and then you multiply that number 30 by the height which is 15 so 30 times 15 is 450, 450 square miles is how much that is. So that is the area of a trapezoid. That's that's not going to come up as often, but sometimes you have lots that are shaped in strange ways. And so you might need the formula for a trapezoid. My next thing I want to talk about is called price per unit or cost per unit. So, for example, say you're buying a very large plot of land. There's a lot of acreage in it, which are you know, acres or those are square measurements of land. And you want to figure out how much you are paying per acre. So this, in this case, is a division problem. You need to take the total price that you were charged and divide that by the number of acres in the plot of land. This will give you a price per unit, or in this case, price per Acre you can also do this for with square footage in houses where you take the total price of the house and you divide it by the number of square feet in the house, and that will give you a price per square foot. This is a pretty common way of talking about how much um, houses are and like comparing the prices between different properties is oh what what do you what price do you get per square foot that 's an important measurement so let 's do a couple. Examples of that. Let's say you have a $500,000 property. Scratch that. Let's say you have a plot of land that you bought for $122,400. That was the total price of the property. And for that, you got 20 acres of land. How much were you paying per acre of land? In this case, you just take $122,400 and you multiply that, oh, and you divide it by 20. And if you do that, you come up with $6,120 per acre. So that gives you the the price per acre. Let's try another one. Say your property that you bought is $350,000. $350,000, and that got you 50 acres of land. How much is the price per acre? $350,000, 50 acres of land.
0: Thanks for listening. If you like these lessons, if it makes sense for you to buy the full series of The Ohio Salesperson Real Estate Exam audio lessons, The total length of those lessons is 9 hours and 20 minutes in length. There are 20 individual lessons, including 3 review sessions. The website is reexampodcast.com. Best of luck in your career.